When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Joined by, by rugby aficionados, uh, journalists extraordinaire, commentators, etc. This morning, uh, Mark Hinton and Jeff McTainch are our guests on the panel. And Mark Hinton, I read your article uh, with interest yesterday. One of the things I've raised my eyebrows ever so slightly was the fact that when Sam Kane does join the All Blacks, he won't be captain. Did you find that just a little bit strange, or were you expecting that? No, I don't think that's a surprise for me. Uh, Sam Kane hasn't played any rugby since March 27th, um, so two things there. I, I think he, you know, he, we know he's going to have an outing this weekend for King Country, so um, fantastic that. Just as a as a side issue, fantastic to see the spotlight on the on the Heartland competition and, and a well needed fillet for them after all they've been through. But yeah, but Sam hasn't played a lot of rugby, so um, for starters, he'll be eased back into things. I don't think they want to throw that responsibility right on his shoulders when really he needs to concentrate on getting himself up to. Um, up to match fitness, up to up to test match readiness for one of those big tests on that tour. So, uh, yeah, I think they're better to just to leave things as they are, let him, I guess, re-establish himself in this group and then rethink it if, if they need to. Look, the all-black captaincy, it is a wee bit of a, an issue going forward. If I, if I was, Smitty, I don't know what you think, but if I was thinking about some of the things we didn't do so well last weekend and the weekend before, I think on-field leadership might be one of them. So I'm not sure that Artie Savia is the answer, um, um, you know, uh, on, a, on a sort of permanent basis. And we understand he was just a fill-in. But, I, but the captaincy, to me, is something that needs to be addressed. We need someone out there that can get in a referee there around things like those springbok tactics at the tackle. So captaincy is a big issue, but I'm not surprised that they're holding off with um, Sam Kane because he needs some time just to, to re-establish himself. Yeah, Mark, I couldn't agree with you more on the leadership angle, to be fair. I, I think it's crucial. It used to be the number one job in New Zealand sport, the most sought-after one, and not dished out like cards in a game of poker. Uh, Jeff McTainch, what, what's your feeling on it? Yeah, g'day, fellas. Um, yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think he's been out of the game for, for such a long time and, and really the world's evolved a lot since then and the, and the, the situation of the All Blacks certainly has too. So um, it's important for Sam to get back in and play rugby and, and, um, and, and as Ian Foster said, find his feet in the group again. Uh, there's no question that he's held in high regard from a leadership point of view, but 
Um, I think Artie Savia was uh, has been wonderful as captain. I think Sam Whitelock did a good job. Um, uh, even gave Aaron Smith a crack. Um, you know, he, without doubt, he's he's well respected in the playing group. But um, such is that group. You've got to go back and uh, re-establish yourself. And I, I actually think, uh, even though we have such a great amount of depth at the moment in the loose forward positions in the loose trio, uh, that, that Sam Kane is perhaps, you know, I know we've talked a lot about, uh, you know, the differences in our loose forwards and, and, and uh, the likes of an Artie Savia compared to a Sam Kane, but I think what we saw against South Africa in those last couple of tests, I actually don't think Sam Kane would be a bad option if he can come back and get back to the level we know he can play at. Um, and um, and be involved again in that loose trail. I think he might be the perfect fit as uh, someone we're looking for. We've seen the rise of Ethan Blackadder. Um, Sam Kane is, is a hard-edged player. We know how good he is over the ball as a fetcher. Again, can he get back to that level? I think if he can, um, he can be a force again. And, and the leadership side of things, we know how good he, he has been as an all-black captain. Um, but uh, again, I think it's, it's wise just to... Um, just to let him come back in and, and, um, and reassert himself. Interesting, uh, the selection, Mark, of Josh Lord. I had to do a little bit of background information. I may have commentated on, on him playing one game. I, I can't recall if that's absolutely, truly the case. And I wonder uh, just how many players around the country have their bag, bags packed or have been told to get their passports in order just in case. Uh, if Josh Lord gets a call, who else might be in line? Yeah, exactly. And and the, as Ian Foster pointed out yesterday, um, the sort of barriers that uh, were in place in getting someone, ironically, getting someone to Australia uh, are not there for getting someone into Europe. Um, they can, uh, players can be flown straight in, not having to obviously go through MIQ situations like they were in Australia. So even though they'll be further away, it's going to be easier for the All Blacks to call in injury replacements. And you have to think, jeepers, there will be some wear and tear as they play, uh, get set to go another five tests on the bounce. Um, um, you know, and some of those at a very high level, Wales, uh, France, Ireland, up there on their home turf, so not going to be easy by any stretch for an All Blacks team uh, that we've seen in the last couple of weeks. Just, you know... Has a few fallibilities, shall we say. So, um, yep, if I was uh, uh, playing well and a top-level player, I'd stay ready. Look, that was a bit of a left-field call. I agree with you, Smithy. Uh, mm. Josh, if you think back to last year, even Quinton Strange and Perry Perry Parkinson were the, were the locks um, nominated as kind of next cabs off the rank. And here we have a young 20-year-old uh, who's been whistled up. What it is, clearly, is an investment in the future. And then Foster made that clear yesterday. So, you know, you're going to be fourth lock on tour. You might see maybe some minutes against the USA in Italy. Um, but really, you're there just to have, for them to have a look at you. He's a big lump of a lad from rural stock. They like the cut of his jib, as it were. So, um, yeah, very much an eye to the future, but uh, in, a, in a fluid position, so we, shall we say, given uh, the locks they've had on their radar in recent times. Mark Hinton, Jeff McTainch with us this morning on the panel. Going to take a short break for the news when we come back. Uh, a couple more issues of interest to chat about. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Mark Hinton and Jeff McTainch with us on the panel this morning. And uh, Jeff McTainch, the romance and rugby are not uh, kind of words that go together very often, but uh, you were there. 
Uh, at Whangarei on Friday night, you saw Rene Ranger play his 100th game and you saw probably one of the biggest upsets of the season uh, now and perhaps going forward. Tell us about that occasion. Oh, it was sensational, Smitty. And I, I, I do hear that you picked that result as well, so good on you for, for, for doing that. Uh, yeah, it was, um, it was a, a great occasion for Reno Ranger, and, and I actually thought before that game, I, I was talking to Carl Tanana, and we both sort of agreed that this could be a, a bit of a banana skin game for, for Waka, so we were travelling nicely um, up until that point. But you, you bring a guy like that back in, um, you know, the respect he's held in, uh, in Pitai Tokoro, you know, he, um, he, he deserved everything that came to him in that game and he really wound the clock back, played some great rugby but it really for me shone the spotlight on, on the championship premiership system we have going at the moment and I know there are a few people that think we should scrap it and just have the one log um, but it, it certainly showed, um, you know, it was a great advertisement for, for the provincial game and showed that, um, you know, on any given day, um, you know, the, the top teams can get knocked off and um, I think Northland, I mean, they'd, they'd been brewing for a result like that for some time. A couple of weeks beforehand, they'd played well against Tasman up until about the 65th minute before they kicked into gear. So, um, you know, I mean, he'd been out injured, came back in, and it just showed his class, 35. And, and as we said during the broadcast, it, uh, you don't often see a guy at that age uh, like Reno Ranger who, who picks up a Super Rugby contract, albeit an injury cover contract with the Crusaders. So... Um, no, it was, it was marvellous to see and, and um, to, to play 100 games for, for your province um, is, is obviously a special occasion. Well, Mark, uh, I don't often associate romance with rugby league either, I think it's fair to say, but uh, for the Panthers there was the, rom- there was the romance, of course, of, of winning uh, on Sunday night, which was just so good, but for Brian Tuttle, that can't have been on his mind because uh, he proposed straight after the game Rumours are he had the ring in his sock. I mean, goodness me. Can, I, 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 I'm dumbfounded. You can hear it. I'm dumbfounded. What did you make of it? <laughs> I thought it was wonderful, as you say. He says romance is dead in sport. I mean, what a fantastic uh, stage to get down on one knee at the end of the grand final. You've just won. You know, for really the fairy tale team of the competition, or certainly one of them, um, it was a wonderful end, wasn't it? And uh, uh, um, Brian's uh, fiance, Moesha uh, Crichton Ropati, uh, <laughs> was, uh, it's fair to say, Smitty, swept away uh, uh, by <laughs> the gesture. Um, <laughs> and, and she did admit afterwards, he's just really nice, which is, which is a nice thing to hear. And she did accept. Good on her for uh, completing uh, her half of of the bigger uh, occasion. But, yeah, wonderful to see, wasn't it, Smitty? Uh, something you see from fans in the stands, but not usually from practitioners out on the field. So I think uh, maybe a new trend could be being set here. Watch this space. Uh, OK, then. Uh, Jeff McTainch, I put this to Andrew Voss yesterday. He had no idea of the answer to this. What about for you? Had they lost, had the Rabbitohs got up, what do you reckon he'd have done, Brian, after the game? <laughs> well, you reckon he would have rethought his decision to, to propose? I, I'm well, sure he, he still would have done it, but perhaps, perhaps, not on, uh, perhaps not on that stage on the field. Maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe wait till a, a quiet moment a day or so after. But uh, no, I just, the fact that he had it in his sock, I, I, I hope he had ring insurance going into the grand final because the last thing you want to do after winning a premiership is go, oh, where's, where's the ring? 
and then have to bloody pick, pick over the field. Um, that would have been a sight, but no, good on him. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was great to see. I was obviously obviously on a high after winning the the grand final, but yeah, it would have been a slightly different story. I would have, would have imagined this had they had they lost. Fellas, uh, John Day here, producer. I think we've just lost Ian Smith. He's just um, absolutely frozen on our screens. Are you still there, though? <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking yeah. about father-son combos this morning, the best in sport. Me and Smithy do it every Tuesday, our Mount Rushmore. And this week, Mark Hinton is fathers and sons in sport. Of course, Smithy is one himself, New Zealand cricketer, and his son, Jared, was an all-white. So have you got any combinations in sport, uh, fathers and sons, that, that spring to mind? Yeah, two, well, three for me, two in New Zealand and, and one further afield. If, if I'm thinking of father and sons, um, and I'll say on cricket, I don't think there are... Is there a greater father and son combination in New Zealand sporting history than the Hadleys? Walter, mm. of course, and those wonderful sons, Richard, Dale and Barry. Uh, of course, Richard, probably the greatest cricketer we've ever produced um, uh, from unbelievably good stock. And... On a, on a rugby side of it, you know, one close to my heart, and I've followed his story in recent years as a Roni Clark, uh, Clark and his son, yes, Caleb. Yes. What a wonderful story those two are, and Caleb is just such a chip off the old block of a Roni, you know, a, a fantastic footballer and a wonderful human being, and uh, you can say that for both father and son, and both been great contributors, and of course, Caleb's story still to, still to be told, and another chapter coming after his... Um, not quite so successful stint in seven, so we'll see what happens there with the sun. And 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 my favourite sport of uh, of basketball in the NBA, there's a ton of father and sons that kind of runs in the family there. But you can't go past the Currys for me. Um, father Dell was a sharpshooter for the Charlotte Hornets back in the day, and he's produced two unbelievable shooting sons. And Steph, of course, who we all know, and Seth, who's now carving his own uh, history in the NBA. So the the Currys for me ultimate father and son, but there are plenty of them, including Joe Bryant and his son, who we all know, sadly, now no longer with us, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, RIP. Jeez, they came off the top of your head pretty quick, Mark, putting you under pressure, Jeff. <laughs> have you thought of uh, any that you enjoyed yeah. that you'd have on your Mount Rushmore? Yeah, I, I did have uh, the, uh, Ronnie and Caleb uh, there, but look, I, I, I love the fact that Grant Fox was one of our great, great All Blacks, and he's got a son who's carved his own path and, and doing wonderfully well on the on the professional golf tour as well, Ryan. I, I, he's a great bloke, Ryan Fox, and I, I just love the way he operates. And I just, I like, you, you, you read the banter between them and if, if you hear from Grant Fox and, and, and what he talks about, uh, about the way Ryan's playing, he's brutally honest. And I just love that, that back and forth. Um, yeah, both have done, have done lots for, for New Zealand sport over the years. Um, so, no, great to see that combination. And I just have to throw it out there. Um, Smiley Barrett, he could pick any one of his sons, you know, so you, you have to put the Barretts in there as well um, they've done so much for New Zealand rugby as well and, and continue to do so so no, that, that, that'd be my two um, the Barretts and the Foxes Oh, you've done bloody well there Jeff. very topical too because we had Ryan Fox on this morning and it was a great interview and this has been a great panel cheers fellas, appreciate your time No worries All mate, good. cheers, cheers. That's the panel done for another day. I'm just, uh, yeah, finishing that off for Smithy, whose screen is frozen in Havelock North, where he lives and broadcasts from. And so hopefully we'll be able to get him back up and on the line and back on shortly here on SENZ.